Good evening, and you're all very welcome here to Hopping the Ball, uh, our weekly sports uh, review program. And we have us already in Hop the Ball. We have us. We have a couple of subs in this week. Um, our main presenter, Jer High, is out uh, through uh, sickness, and in fairness, he's in two lads in to replace him. So he take you know, he's so important. Took two to replace him. So it's Jer uh, Leo Dial and Pat McNamara are, are, are taking uh, the mic uh, tonight, and we're joined by the regular crew. Then uh, by of course. And it, uh, this man would be better known for throwing in the ball rather than hopping the ball. It's uh, Johnny Healy from Killaloo. We're also joined by his sidekick from Killaloo, uh, Willie McInerney. And also a man who's better known maybe for waving flags and things behind the goals. Is that it's Pat Hickey from Fiekel. Lads, you're all very, very welcome. Well, yeah. Thanks, Leo. <coughs> Willie, we're going to start with you. Uh, first of all, looking back to we're a week away uh, on last Sunday, Great day for Smith O'Brien's GA Club. Proud day for yourself, uh, having sons on the, the team and, and the panel. Great occasion for Smith O'Brien's, Billy. Fantastic. We waited a long time and on a personal note, as you said, I have a few lads on it and I've watched them home, home with the head down a lot of times. You know, there's very few medals they won, so, so <coughs> our house is reflecting the town. You know, I, you're meeting people there all week and, and the joy is just <coughs> unbelievable and we're looking forward to what's coming next now. You know, the lads have done their celebrating. They're supposed to be back training tomorrow, so, you know, we're, we're, we're on with the Munster Championship now, but at the moment it's just unbridled joy. That's, that's the truth of it now. Johnny, in fairness to Smith O'Brien's Jail Club, they really promoted the, the, intermediate, the intermediate Championship so well this year. <coughs> you know, they have, there was a competition on beforehand about getting the, the best house and getting it ready, you know, sponsored by Edio Garman down there. You know, a tremendous initiative, bringing more people in, you know, maybe even people that wouldn't be involved in the club got involved by putting out the colours and it was a great way of reaching out to prospective members. Yeah. The thing I found this year was that we had a new committee in, full of enthusiasm, with a new secretary, new chairman, new treasurer and they really, really got behind the club. But what I found, what I found was the... Camogie Club got involved as well with us and there's an awful lot of people involved coaching teams and whatever have you but for some unknown reason I don't know how there was curbs painted there was flags there was flags in houses that I didn't even think supported Smith O'Brien's and it was so 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 nice to see Mrs Brown was even at a window F- forgot about her she's a regular in, in the McInerney household on any occasion be it a jersey or a skirt or a dress or whatever or not. but we found it unbelievably the support and even at the game, the day of the game, the amount of young people I saw at that game, and to see the joy in their faces with that final whistle, it was absolutely unbelievable to see. And uh, Willie, going back to you, you know, <coughs> if I was on Bridal Joy, there's no doubt about it, and I suppose being at the game, as we all were at the game last Sunday, and I suppose the one thing, we were, for a long way out, you were watching the clock. Can, are they going to pull it back in time, you know? And I, as I t- we said in another sports programme, like going out tomorrow, I never saw as many people looking at watches <laughs> especially through the second half every time you look to you, you know to s- you're 100% right and the thing that I found incredible about it is under 60 minutes um, I was I was actually looking across to know uh, what extra time he was going to give because under 60 minutes we had just levelled it which was incredible and it was the first time we were on level so within that 5 minutes you know we got the 2 points to win it I've never looked around at so many Killaloo people and their lips just moving and, and we're on we're on radio now, so I can't describe to people, but I knew what they were doing. They were praying to grandmothers and parents who were gone. And, and that's a fact. I've, mm. I, I spoke to people afterwards and they said, do you know what? 
since the COVID, I haven't been in the church, but I'll have to go back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe religion, everything won on, on this. <laughs> My God, if you got the call, I'd say... Oh, I didn't get the call, side. no, but others did. <laughs> I'd say a, a person told me if I went in, to go on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of going on fire, we have the men here to put out the fire in, in, in Johnny. But look at Johnny, again, relief. And, you know, what a record Smith O'Brien's have. Two intermediate finals, two victories. The only team in, in, maybe in the country with a 100% record in intermediate finals. You know, and... Look at great, great leaders there. You know, Nolan and Goff, tremendous uh, yeah. captains. You know, and especially Nolan, he just leads by example. Yeah. And he is, he just seems to pull the whole lot in behind him. The funny thing about it is, till you get to know the players, they're like one big happy family. They're unbelievably close-knit. Unbelievably close-knit. One guy could call to Phyllis House, the next thing, the mother or the father could be there, sit down here and have, you know, you'll be sharing the dinner with them or whatever have you. And that, that's, you could see that on the field on Sunday. Even though things didn't go right for us in the first quarter, after that the game was won and lost in the second quarter. We all scored them by three to one, but you could see that the guys they fought to it. Might not, not might not have been the previous game, of, you know, that you'd see in the media game. It mightn't have been the skill that we would have loved to see. And we would have seen it on a nicer day. But Dalem, you'd have to know what Dalem was like up there on Sunday mm-hmm. to see the conditions that they had to deal with. Not to talk of trying to get get around and get over St Joseph's or Burfield. And I mean, they never took a step back. And they're like one big band of brothers. That's what I call them, you know. Yeah, and in, in fair, you know, we talk <coughs> about Nolan as a leader and that, right? And as you said quite rightly, you had to be there to really know how bad the conditions were last Sunday. But Pat, we spoke about it early in the week. Uh, the free taker, in fairness yeah. to him, he's been much maligned in his past. And normally his, rec- his free taking is well over the 90% mark, right? Unfortunately, maybe he has missed one or two, maybe at the, at the inopportune time, you know, where. But last Sunday, when a man needed to be stood, needed to stand up, Tommy Redden, in fairness, in the most difficult conditions. Now he missed one in the first half against the Breeze, but look at he couldn't be blamed for that. But his free taking and his striking at the ball in such bad conditions was exemplary. Hundred percent right. I, I I was saying that myself as well. Uh, I just think considering the conditions and the importance of the of the freeze he was taken because of the circumstances they were in, an awful bad day. You know, a team like Smith O'Brien's dying to you know, get back to the scene, to get into senior hurling again, and um, you know, having last year being so close, all of that combined. But the standover freeze like that in the pressure situation, I thought was absolutely outstanding. And for any free taker, I, I think sometimes we mal- they're maligned a bit. I mean, a fellow takes ten and he misses one or two, and the other, th- uh, you know, to stand over a free at any and some of you took freeze in your time playing. I'm sure it's a very very hard skill. Because as well as as well as the skill of actually rising it properly, striking it properly, and having the accuracy and the length, you also the fact that every eye is on you for that fifteen seconds as you stand over it, right? Even if a goalie, which is the other position, as I said, where there's such attention on you when a mistake is so fatal and it's always remembered, at least you know a, a shot comes in and you stop it and you clear as quickly as you can. It's two or three seconds, maybe or five. But the goalie, you're the spree taker. If there's any delay in or an injury, he's standing over for about a minute. So I thought Tommy Redden. Should be should have a, a money productive in Kilo for what he did the last day. Absolutely outstanding, and I'd be what I'd be I'd be always one for saying it was a team effort. Eighteen players or whoever it was contributed, and twenty seven or eight on the panel contributed because you know everyone puts in such an effort in training. But I I just thought Tommy, particularly with the horrible conditions and walking over as they're going into the uh, at the old scoreboard at the alt side on the way in, I looked up the field at the warm up etc. And there was a lash of rain into your face and wind and biting wind and awful conditions. So Tommy, outstanding. And as I said, I also agree with Johnny. I think there's a great unity about this side. 
And, you know, lots of clubs involve as unity over the years. They might start, you know, disagreeing amongst themselves and things are going bad. I see this team has been very, very different since last year and maybe the year before as well. It's been building. So, uh, uh, delighted for East Clare, delighted for Killaloo. And, uh, you know, Tommy Redden, as I said, I think one of the performances, I've missed up performance I've seen individually in a long, long time for inter- in terms of freeze. Pat, the, the term has been thrown at Smith O'Brien's for many, many years that, you know, the one team that Killaloo fear the most or should fear the most is themselves, right? They, yeah. You know, they've often shot themselves yeah, yeah, in the yeah. foot. There's no, everyone knows that. However, this year, you know, there is a big change in, in, in attitude down there, right? Yeah. There's no doubt even coming from the underage up. But this year, they've beaten Tola twice. That's right. Yeah. They beat Tubber. Yeah. And they beat it. They beat all the top teams. So yeah. if ever any team, you know, won the championship the hard way, they deserve to be obscene. Exactly. And as as as, as you've already said, they've been knocking on the door for the last number of years. And I admire them for their unity and the way they went about it. And like to beat Tola twice, as you say, they were already through in that group, but they still went out and beat Tola as if there was something at stake. And I and it isn't that easy to, I suppose, beat Tola. Now, I would have thought Joseph's. I got the impression that people were, a lot of people are fancying Joseph's to beat Killaloo. And, um, Killaloo just be, knuckled down, doing their own job, and I think to score the last four points was incredible, given the conditions and all, you know. And I echo as well what you, what the rest of you has said about Key Nolan. He's he's a, he's a, he's a special player. Brian Lohan didn't bring him in. He knew what he was bringing in when he brought in Nolan. I I've been watching him for a while, and I was always impressed with him. I was also obviously personally delighted for I only know a few of the Killaloo lads, young McInerney or McInerney de Gaulle. Look what I've umpired him a lot of years and he never, always chatty and friendly and never abused for anything. He didn't stay there? No, and Dwayne Sheedy, you know, John Cusick, I'd delight for him yeah. as well. And, 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 and um, you know, obviously Brendan Foley and Pat Minogue, they're the only people I kind of know from the Killaloo set up. But I never seen such unbridled joy for a long time. I mean, okay, there was people, some people giving out that maybe young Nolan a bit of language at the speech but like he, he just he got you know it was such a great special it's emotion, moment it's emotion, it's emotion. emotion. Yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah. and um, I, the funny thing is I was talking to someone from Joseph so I won't say who it was to spare the blushes but he was telling me about what an impact Dowling had made and he says to me Jesus it would be a great start to his coaching career to put down intermediate champions his first season of coaching and I said if he win oh he says when we win so there was an air of confidence amongst, well, among the supporters anyway. And I don't know whether that filtered down to the players or not. But at the same time, I, I kind of got the impression they thought they'd only turn up. I don't know. Now, if you said to me Thursday or Friday before the match that Killaloo would only score two points to play, mm, I'd have said they wouldn't have won oh. the match. Do you know what I mean? So, okay, <coughs> when you step up to senior, you'll have to score more than two points in play to win matches. But they're in bonus territory now. And I know from... Obviously, been uh, living in Fiekel and that there's a great the monster club intermediate level. It's a, it creates a great buzz. If you would win your match and get to a final, it's incredible. You know the movement around, and you, and I think they have nothing to lose going into it. They're fierce, unified, and I I thought myself now, okay, Smith O'Brien's wasn't happy, or sorry, Joseph's wasn't happy with the referee Leo, but that's not Killaloo's problem. Killaloo kept plugging away. They never gave up, and they fought to the bitter end. And as I say, like it was a great day, and it was great to see titles coming back to East Clare as well. She's another another see another East Clare team up senior. And yeah. an important point, they kept going to the end with yeah, it. Yeah, they did. And they had to. Yeah. Well, see the thing about them is, um, this was you 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 had mentioned it yourself, you know, that we were kind of for want of a better word, we were accused of being butlers and we were yeah. beating ourselves. And um when you were talking there about Tommy Redden, 
I met Tommy Redden two two years ago, I think, it was coming out from a semi final and his head hanging and the boy was trying to hold his composure and we had a few words and I met him after this game and I said, Tommy, do you remember that day? And the difference in his demeanour and the difference everything he said to me, it feels like a long, long time ago. So for fellas say he he stood up but Tommy, I, I often heard people because, you know, you were saying there's a goalkeeper. My lad is the goalkeeper, so mm. I, I don't tend to go into the stand because I don't like to hear if something yeah. goes wrong, I'll be listening to stuff that people are saying. And I've heard it about Tommy as well, getting a little bit of abuse for missing this one and that one. And Tommy took all that on his shoulders and he did all the work of taking all these hard knocks and then he stood up like a really, really tough man. Yeah, and, and Johnny, the last three he took uh, last Sunday, do you know the one, the, the 21, yeah. that he drove he drove out to nearly all his fellows, Ross Levin, out for the Joseph's. I think all the years of heartache and everything, you know, that had been said to him, when he got rid of it all with yeah. that shot. Yeah. He just got rid of the whole lot of it with that one shot. And, yeah. and, and Leo, as was proven in other games at the weekend, last weekend, but Colin Ryan and Danny Russell missed vital at, at mm. the date. Good point. You know, and your yeah. man didn't like, yes, and, 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 and you know, and, and in horrendous conditions at the time. Yeah. You know, and, and a free tackle, the quality of Colin Ryan, like, you know. We'd have, we'd, have no, we'd have no All-Ireland in Clare in 2013, yeah. not if I yeah. yeah. no, sure. no doubt about that. Mm. Johnny? It just goes to show you that everyone, everyone is human. Correct. Yeah. You know, sure. as Willie said, I, I remember that game that Tommy came out, he was an absolute bitch. And I safely say every individual in Kildare that were following that team for the last number of years was so delighted with that man that Sunday evening. Do you know, because he deserved that. He Johnny, deserved a good day Johnny, in not only were the people of Kildare overjoyed no. for him, but there was a lot of people <coughs> from East Clare were yeah, overjoyed yeah, for, for, for him. You know, mm-hmm. they were just so delighted for him. Johnny, bonus territory now, as Pet said, yeah. once it's up, pressure's up. Mm-hmm. You can have a go. Also, there's the bonus of having the lads even in the field for four weeks extra, you know, to prepare even for uh, 2022, you know, which is yeah. in... We'll, yeah. Which will come around very, very fast. And, and Leo, there's a certain amount of pride representing Clare. Oh, you're not just yeah. representing Killow, you're representing Clare. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let's feel that pride and you'll want to do yourself justice in it and that'll yeah. spur them on as well, no doubt. Yeah. And as well as that, Johnny, the last time Smith O'Brien played Munster Club, they played Kildangan. Yes, and we're unlucky not to win it. And look at where Kildangan are yeah. now. Yeah. You know, yeah. So who's yeah. to say, what, what, who can predict the yeah. future? But Like, it, as you say, as you rightly say, it is born as territory. But um, just going back to the unity in that team, we said the coach, the community again this year, Tony Gleeson, he was there two years ago. And to be to be unfair, it was not to not mention Shawnee Torben yes, last yeah. year. He done a wonderful, wonderful job. We came up against Scarif. Lady Luca was on our side last year. Beaten by a pint an extra time. But you know, Scarif went on to him and we were just delighted with him. Sorry, a little bit about Tony Gleeson. Mm-hmm. Just for those who don't know an awful his background, <coughs> just for a few seconds. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Tony, he's a gorgeous man. Was a, a quite a quite capable hurler got injured, so he decided he was going to take in rather than just walk away from the G. He was going to take up coaching. So one of his things was he did he coached the Camogie team and he got him to an All Ireland quarter final against Sarsfields the same year the Scarif and were beaten by by um Neil. Yeah. and uh, he's a teacher by trade. But the reason he took the year out last year he had to because he stuff to Stood. do in college. The, I'd safely say the game the game with Scarif wasn't two weeks cold and a group of the boys approached him again. Will you, you can take it up can down it, if you wish. Cause you and know. I just said that actually that game he was at it and I see some of the boys even after they beat and acknowledging him and from there on uh, the boys did approach him and in my own house I always got the, the impression from the time that he was there that the lads were very happy with him 
And during this year, even before we had won it, uh, it the feedback I was getting from my own lads was that his preparation was second to none. Mm-hmm. And um, even during this week, this is just a little insight for everyone. While the celebrations were going on, he went on Sunday, he went on Monday, and then he went home uh, because he has some videos to study of the crowd they're playing in the Munster. Uh, and and I, heard the, I heard the training plan was sent out during the week as well, where yeah. the, the timetable. So and he's, he's, very, he's a very young man, isn't he? <coughs> very young and very sad. I think he was 19 when he got injured. I yeah. think he was in a back mm. brace for a long time. And uh, seemed like he was a pretty good hurler himself, but obviously so determined. And his determination now is coming out through the boys. No, no, he's, he's one old player I was happy for is Bihal Ryan. I would have known Bihal from his young days uh, yeah. as, as, as uh, development squad level. And uh, so I always admired him as a hurler, so I was very happy for Mihal as well. And just yeah. as, as other players have been mentioned correctly, I think I've great time for Mihal. And, and there's another lad that uh, I'd especially like to mention is John Cusick. Uh, yeah, John course, has yeah. two. Intermediate medals. Now he was on that team in two thousand and four. Two links, isn't it? And yeah. and he also has this one. And I talk when John came on, we were in trouble, and John put out the fire where we were in trouble. I was right over on that side. Little flicks, little things, just his knowledge and his know-how. Yeah. I, thought, I, thought I, t- I thought myself, Willie, really, that they had lifted maybe a few minutes too late to bring him on, but yeah, look well, at everything. It, was it worked out. Um, there was Johnny. Uh, one other one. The link with 2004. Club chairman. Yeah, Pertig Herman. Pertig Herman, yeah, you know. And, and as you said, you mentioned him earlier, yeah. great, an, an innovative chairman has yeah, yeah. come back after his uh, travelling. I mean, I must say hello to his father, Pat, as well. I mean, I played badminton against many years ago, great, yeah. a great hurling <coughs> supporter. But, you know... It's lovely to see. It's lovely to see him. You know, he started the last day because John, John unfortunately, what people didn't realise was John Cusick was injured. Now... I don't know how they did it, but they worked the oracle. Michal Ryan has been seriously injured for the last five or six weeks. He was possibly maybe our best hurler all year, up to then. But it was all got to do with a calf injury he had. So that's why we played him so far up the field in the first quarter on Sunday. But we brought him further and further out. As he got through the game, he warmed up. But And I was, as as Pat says there, I was delighted for him because he's a holder of an All-Ireland under 21 middle, like you know. So delighted for him, you know. Delighted for them all, yeah, all you know. Yeah. And also, lads, as well, you know. There's been a lot of hurting killed, you know, with different mm. people have left our, sh- our our shores, gone to their eternal reward, yeah. and you know the emotion, of the whole thing, and you know it just showed how close the spirit, the community of of killed were mm. last Sunday. That, you know, it was just sheer unbridled joy. Yeah. yeah. And can I just? I know we're nearly gone through the whole team now, mm-hmm. but there was a fellow who I thought was superb, and their family has had a tough month. Is and, and, and the guy after the semi-final was very emotional and I thought he was absolutely out on his feet when they took him off. I, I still wouldn't have taken him off. Keith Stritch, yeah. what a what a guy. You know, he gives it all. Great and I, and he's never, he, 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 you know, a big game, small game, whatever game, it never phases Keith. You'll always know what you'll get out of Keith and he was tremendous again on Sunday. Uh, and, and hopefully in a week or two, a couple of weeks' time, I'm going to look and win the Junior A and bring another title back to decide the conference. Yeah, and, and, and there's another team that you know have been yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. unfortunately sad news down there. Also, the more titles that come back to East Clare, the better Leo. Yeah, and look at this. Yeah, yeah. We might we might be all from different parishes, but yeah. I tell you, we're all co- uh, the one one unit here in East Clare. And look at that. We congratulate you on your success. Yeah, congratulations to all and hopefully yeah. much, much more to come. Yeah. Leo, just That's before we finish on this, the one thing about Tony Gleeson, I found him. There's no roar, no shouting at him. He doesn't talk down to the players. He talks to them, and he's like as if he's one of the one member of that big family. He, I didn't. I watched him all all day Sunday. I watched him on the line. Never got agitated, never was jumping up around, never anything. Just when the water break came, he was ready in what he had to say to the guys. He was they focused, all bought he in. was yeah, focused. They all yeah. bought into it. The same at half time, the same at the next hour. 
water break and will you relieve the rest of your own imagination when the final whistle do like it's no, no, completely no. different you know yeah. let's also last weekend you know there was the, the two senior uh, semi-finals right okay yeah. Aina Kildamona have yeah. gone through the first final pet yeah yeah first, firstly Leo huge compliments to Johnny he, he, he handled the yeah, game very funded. well yeah. I have to say I, I had the pleasure of one point for him as well so t- 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 I had a board's eye view of the game I thought um, uh, the, that's the Bellino Merkel game, obviously, Sunday. The first match was Aerog and I in Kilimall. It's just nip and tuck. I think Aerog made an awful mistake playing Shannon O'Donnell too far out the field. I mean, we all saw what happened when he went in full forward, he won the penalty. But um, I suppose Aidan McCarthy was handicapped on the day. It was clearly he wasn't fit. And I say David Fitzgerald wasn't 100% fit either. He had some bandage on his knee, and I don't know what the story there is, but McCarthy ended up going off. But just nip and talk for most of it through. But some of the big names in Rayrog d- didn't feature as prominent as, as they were expected. David Reedy being one, you know, and Danny Russell apart from the, f- the freeze and that. But like ultimately, ultimately, when he came down to it, obviously Danny Russell, Leo, he, he failed from the penalty spot, the penalty again, second year in succession. It was a poor one. A poor, a poor one. one. Now, technically, and Wayne was ref in the match Pat Kelly came off his line I was right across from it and I suppose if we were applying the rules you could, you could order retake but look but then there was a forward running in as well I was going to take that one too Johnny you know yeah. and congratulations brilliant performance on, on, on Sunday in, in the semi-final Pat Kelly he was look, we all, you played in goals I yeah. played in goals you take any advantage you get you try to of course you really but he was well off his line Johnny he was anywhere what? from 2 to 3 metres off the line unfortunately should the, sh- the penalty should have been retaken in my, in my take yeah my and be- also on the on the other instant uh, I was quite near enough to the instant where he blocked the ball from going over the bear and I can't understand how Airog didn't make a big use because to me the very minute the ball went I said goal yeah and I was, I was right across from that uh, <coughs> when I was Jordan at the gate for their Oglas came in. I see. I thought Tom Power was going to put the flag for a goal. For where I was now, yeah. I look, obviously with yeah, our, our, own, our, our own eyesight in the base, but I thought yeah. straight away, because the ball, his hurley was up dead straight. Yeah. He didn't go at an angle. His hurley was straight when he blocked him. No, yeah. in fairness to Kelly, he had the ball poked out very quick. And yeah. again, I go back to the time of the 2013 yeah. in Ireland. He didn't give Dumper a chance to, yeah. to make a decision. Yeah. He had the yeah. ball poked out. Used it all his experience. It was a game changer. Yeah, it was exactly. No, I, I I was talking to Kelly after the match, and he 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 was ecstatic at thirty five years of age to even play. He said just to play in the county final, he didn't say anything about winning. Now he just said, "I'm actually in the county final." He was absolutely delighted. Do you know he's a lot of service given. Now, of course, Leo just tough on 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 Fu. He oh, he's near the game of hurling yeah, this year, right. and he's club, sub goalie and clear senior team. Mm. So Lohan certainly has a decision to make there. I think I think there's only one decision he has to make. There's no doubt he, he can't. He yeah, can't I mean, he's no game player. He, he was eligible to play. Yeah, he didn't get regretted, obviously. And mm. Kelly was back. And you're looking and you're looking at farm and goalkeepers. Kelly is probably the farm goalkeeper in the county all year anyway. Yeah, he's, well, he's, he's definitely the one. Definitely the one number one goalkeeper here at this very minute. Yeah, Pat, looking at the end at this, the one on Sunday, <laughs> no Marcus and and, and Bellier, right? Okay, Bellier or minus Kelly. It is you know you're you're down ten points of a handicap before you start mm. at all. It's going to be very hard for Bellier to overcome the challenge of Ina Kilimona minus Tony Kelly. It is. Like, there's, there's a lot of unknowns in this final. Ina Kilimona first final, huge build-up. Yeah. Uh, possible possible questionable injuries, to, or a serious questionable injuries to Aidan McCarthy, maybe David Fitzgerald. Uh, they would be two marquee players for them, and in fairness, you know, would probably handle the big occasion better than maybe others. Ina Kilimona have been a talked-about team, though, for a senior for four or five years. In our previews, we often say, sure, they should be in the shake of the... 
won three or four under twenty one A's, lost a couple of finals as well. So they have the young players developing now. They're all hitting for the mid twenties, and you'd expect from from that that they should have been here before. And we kind of maybe they have been criticised a little bit for not coming sooner, but they're here now. So I think they'd be very very anxious. You know, they'll be saying to themselves. We mightn't be back again that for a long time. So I think they will throw themselves hammer and tongs into it. And I think that they might handle it okay. But the one thing about Bellier is there's two reasons. They're a dog, dog, you know, they're dogged fighters themselves anyway, whether Kelly plays or not. But secondly, I think they will want to do it for Kelly. When Kelly on the sideline is <coughs> driving them on and talking to them a good bit and involved, I think they won't be lacking in anything. And, you know, finals in November isn't all about the hurling. There's an awful lot about, the, you know, the fight in the dog. And I think there'll be serious fighting in the dogs on both sides. It is the makings of a right tough dour struggle. And I just think Bellier might still... Yeah, and, and Leo, we can't let, let it pass. This contribution Gary Brennan made last Sunday oh, was unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. I had full view of the goal, Johnny. He, 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 he moved from midfield, got the ball, and, and, and he threw it out to him to score it. Like... He's when when leaders are needed, he stepped up. He knew yeah. he knew he always steps up. Granted, yeah. but yeah. when he knew Kelly was out, and he burst through tackles, he won freeze. He was brilliant all day. <coughs> yeah. he, on the field. Yes, exactly. And he wouldn't be the most stylish holder that ever held a holiday. He'd, he'd admit that himself. But his work rate and his leadership is vital, and that will be vital in the county final. Right, yeah. And also, you know, you mightn't have Kelly on the field. Yeah. But what an advantage Kelly is in the yeah. in the back room and he yeah. ran the show. There's no yeah. doubt he ran the show for Bellier off the field that's yeah. something they've had. Yeah, definitely. And I was even listening to Anthony Daly's podcast and he said uh, make no mistake that Kelly is heading that direction when his playing career is over. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. It isn't the right place to work as well, which would be great. Yeah. That's this weekend, unfortunately, it isn't the county final for some teams. Jenny Healy, the relegation is still going to hit. We're yeah. down to really squeaky bum time now. Anything could happen. Absolutely anything, as we know. Three teams could wind up in the same number of points, and as we spoke before, we d- we don't even know what's going to happen. We don't we don't know what the scoring averages will come into or not. But um, if I was to make a shout, I I can Clare Castle and I would don't like saying, but Crucian. Do you think they're going down? They're going to come down. Pat, impossible to say really, but Crucian if Crucian or if Castle in this game. Oh yeah, sorry, I did wrong. Clare Castle, yeah. Clarecastle definitely you're yeah, definitely. Oh, without doubt without doubt if Christine can have a Clarecastle yeah. they have four points four points they'll, yeah. be, they'll be safe well they won't be safe if, if the Mills beat Mills beat Clooney that's if scoring averages come in which yeah. we're not yeah. sure of yeah. if this relegation battle was in July I would give Clarecastle a great chance to stand up they have a lovely young team and if they a nice bread in the hurling does all that lacking is the experience and a bit of power they play lovely hurling and they're good young lads and I think but I think in November They'd be fairest to go down because it's no real dog, dog, dog fight and rocks and maws and yeah. wet ball and heavy going. So I think Clare Castle would be the least likely to survive. And like Johnny, I think Crusheen on the Mills, you know, second to go down. No one it is a toss. It's a toss. It is a toss, yeah. Yeah, I, because I was just reading it there before I came up, you know, uh, what what they're saying. I don't know about scoring averages for Clare Castle to survive. Uh, they're saying that Clare Castle need a big win against Crusheen and they also need the Mills to get a result against Clooney Quinn for them to stay. Now, what that means, as you say, I, I'm not sure uh, uh, the format, whether they're talking Yeah, and I don't I don't think anybody knows the format, Pat. I don't know yeah, the no, county no, board. I don't know the, the county I'm, board I, even I, know the I, format. I'm reading no. it at the moment, but then <laughs> this could... No, we ha- I, I just read there uh, the weekend that um, uh, in Antrim, uh, did you did you did you read that? Maybe yeah. you want to take yeah. it on. No, it's just where the 
the extra time they played Correct. the sec- yeah they played the second bit of extra time and there was going to be an objection in because it was supposed to be penalty penalties sure. yeah they went on but, but they didn't they took they took the the results as it took they did they took the result yeah they had a meeting the other night and they took and they wished uh, both teams the best luck Petiki you know this weekend also football final weekend and the two giants Kilmoria yeah, Brick yeah. and Aero the two best football Possibly, teams in yeah, the country I was just about to say Leo agree with your two best football teams but I predict a dour struggle I think they'll try and they'll try and curtail each other Aero have probably the best half back line in the game in Clare uh, they love to attack but I predict a, dog, a dogged affair and, and, and low scoring I still t- I think they'll try and, and close down each other and I, I think it'll be a, a, a ding dong battle I'd love to see Aero win it um, it's, going to be, it's going to be a tactical battle up ahead and Aidan Maloney the horse Maloney has seen it all before well, you know, so. and he's able to play both defence and attack you yeah. know he could bring back there's no doubt they're going to have to stifle that heroic attack mm. as well you know yeah. the likes now of course Cooney didn't play the hurling no, last weekend and he's you know he, he's well, probably one of the top footballers in Munster never mind Clare yeah and, and like the important for, for Farland McInerney is a very stylish yeah. player a bit like his father and stuff like he's, he's a small bit laid back he give you that impression, but he, he's a very good free taker. And Coney, I've seen Coney score a finer point as I've seen anywhere from a sideline in one of the match. I was unpardoned actually, an unbelievable point. So he's the captain as well, and a very young captain, a good player. But I hope Rog win it. I'd love to see Rog win it. A simple reason that it is like a new team winning it. They haven't won us in 2000. They haven't. And I agree with Pat there, and and you know I was just looking it up. Their their group they came out of was a, a tough group. group, you know. It was Lizzie Casey, Clonagad, and Dunbeg. They were beaten by a pint by Clonagad, which mightn't do them any harm. And uh, I I didn't realise this now and, until uh, yesterday. But they've won under twenty one a in twenty oh, thirteen, yeah. So if you count those those years, they might just be maturing. That the team right could time be just coming of age at the right but, time. But, but Leo, the, the semi final win again, Brickens. I was very disappointed with Brickens. They were very conservative. They had seven or eight behind the ball, even when they were losing the game. They didn't even chase it. I was I was at that game. I, mm-hmm. I was disappointed with them. Now Aero could do what they liked with them for a finish. And they had an easy enough for, for you know victory in it. Like Kilmore, of course, had a very easy win over Lisa Casey. And I, and as I, well. and I, I predicted Lisa Casey to take. Well, to it, should the year before Kilmore, they almost the toppled them. Yeah. They almost I, toppled them. I did too, Leo. I thought Lisa Casey might. But Leo, as you say, Kilmore are prepared to do anything to win a match. Now, if McCarthy isn't playing, he's a big loss. He's a good footballer. Mm-hmm. Aiden is playing as well. He's not as good as as, as or Jason. Or Jason, Jason sorry, Jason, isn't as good yeah. as Aiden. But like you have you have Martin McMahon like. He won't stand on ceremony. He sure, opened down the field. He yeah. Pro- yeah, he's proven it so many times. Yeah. And yet, what many people don't realise, they have horrendous injuries this year. Like, Young Cochrane is out again, That's he's right, second yeah. crucial. Like, yeah. Yeah, yep. Very talented. Mm. One of the best footballers in the country. Exactly, the county, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you have to give him credit. Whether you like him or don't like him, is irrelevant. They're, they're down there about every year. Yeah. And Sexton is scoring heavy for them this year. He's, the responsibility of captain is weighing yeah, very yeah. easily with him. He's, he's just transformed him. Definitely. So I'm hoping for a, a, but an Aerog win myself, but I, I, you, you can't write off Kimori, obviously. No, like this, Leo, there's three or four of them going for their tint. Yeah. Gosh. Like looking in, in the cup tint, the yeah. is given. Yeah, yeah, County yeah. middle. Yeah. Like they're not the team they were a few years ago. No, but no, heaven's no. Do they know how to win a final in yeah. the bad weather conditions yeah. or whatever? Be it ugly or be it pleasant. Yeah, I do think. I do think myself the heart of the hurling for Aerog last week is going to be the going to be. I say Aerog are marginal favourites, which you will not be surprised if they're tied up. You know, in, yeah. a, in, in, in a defensive game. Johnny, we turned to the intermediate final. You know you know how important this one is. You know, as you said, going with your own hurling final last mm-hmm. weekend. 
Corfin and Kildaisel. Corfin beaten in last year's final by St. Joseph's. Yeah. You know, who went on and played quite capably at senior. Kildaisel, who have been the bridesmaids yeah. more often than not. Realistically, I suppose, on forum, you, 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 everyone says Corfin. But you can't, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get with Kildaisel on the big day. They were very disappointed last year with the, the defeat to St. Joseph's over Bearfield. Very, very disappointed. It looked, it looked stonewall. That's just Corfin at halftime last year. And Joseph t- just turned them over in the second yeah. half. Um, very young side Corofin have you know so forward wise uh, I still think this Corofin gear with Jamie Malone back in the a, f- a huge like a huge outstanding footballer I think Corofin will win it outstanding footballer yeah I think Corofin will make up you know looking at Kildaisa like really you know McMahon that him yeah, McMahon yeah, yeah. Mm. look at tremendous footballer Ted Cena for Clare this year if the kibosh is putting him you'd imagine they're in big trouble then Leo definitely yeah Look. Definitely, and 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 the other thing before we leave the GA, Leo, maybe p- people up your direction might travel up Teton Ride. There's two attractive Galway semi finals this weekend. Obviously, Garton and Thomas's Thomas is going for four in And Eddie Timpson with Henry going to be in the court. exactly, yeah. And then obviously Clarenbridge and Crockwell tomorrow. They're on separate days. Yeah. One Saturday, one Sunday. And young young um, the eldest lad of the of the, of the um, books is in charge of. Thomas that's this that's year, right, yeah. Kenneth. So yeah, uh, yeah. they're going for four more. It's incredible. The size of the place. They're half like, favourites. They're half yeah, favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, they haven't been, they haven't, they've been under yeah. trouble recently. And I thought yeah, they're a team that would be in decline. But I think the other clubs in Galway haven't lifted themselves to great. I mean, Gart being in there is a surprise yeah. because they would also be seen to be a bit yeah, in decline. Would, yeah, yeah. Crockwell, you know, you wouldn't know about Crockwell that much. But I mean, there's yeah. other clubs there that have seemed to yeah. turn up more or the big bridesmaids in Galway. Constantly just not. Not on the occasion. So, well, Joseph Thomas, Thomas people, a couple that I've been talking to, are pretty well without wanting to say it openly. They're pretty sure the minute. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And other GA news, Ger or Leo, that people have been interested in. Ger, Chris O'Connor and Ger Cunningham had left the Cork City. That's, right, that's right. They've yeah. been replaced by Pat Mulcahy and and it's Noel Furlong. He's the minor manager. Noel Furlong. Noel Furlong. Noel Furlong is well known to. Maybe not outside of Cork, but yeah. these men would have had some a formidable reputation inside yeah. Cork, bringing teams from underage up. That's you it. know, and yeah. and Henry has picked two good guys in Galway with him as well. Yeah. That's right. Or Jamie mm-hmm. Joyce, Joyce, yeah. and, and yeah. a, a Lenny Fellows. Kevin Lenny, he was yeah. over Joe yeah. Thomas's yeah. before. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and both are highly regarded. Yeah. And, and also in Cork, Gary Keegan is going to use a performance there coach. There's so there's no money in yeah. Cork. Like he was with the Irish rugby team. He was with the he was with the boxing squad before. He was with the elite squad. Elite squad. Yeah. 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 Yeah
I tell you, I hope whatever. I in 2019. I hope whoever wins their prayers will be answered. Yeah. No doubt about that. I mean, before we get away from the, the, from the holding, Willie, you know, and we're on about hopping the ball. We're here on hopping the ball, yeah. right? You have a story about the ball itself. Well, well, when I came in, you thought I was hopping the ball. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I was reading the examiner during the week and I see this story where um, the powers that be want to put a chip in the slitter uh, and it can be controlled in by an app on your phone. Uh, the, the, the theory being that fellas are hitting the ball too long and... Um, the boys in the suits don't seem to like this. They want to standardise all slitters. They, they're accusing it of being a, kind of a Wild West show where anybody can make a slitter. So now they'll have control. And when you go in with your bag of slitters, your chip will be in your slitter and your uh, mobile phone, they'll be able to scan it with that and they'll be able to tell you the dimensions. I, I, I bored you with it before and I won't bore everyone else, but there's certain dimensions that are in the 4.4 rule, which I never even knew about unless I started reading this and I had to look it all up. And uh, they'll be able to tell you whether your, your slitter is like that. They're objecting that maybe some people are making the rim too big, which is making it travel faster or longer and things like that. And, and that people are doing little, and to stop all that, this is what they want. There's no doubt Johnny, this is a discussion for a show on its own, but he's going to mean an awful lot of work for the fourth official if he's going to be on the phone and the phone and the sideline doing slitters, Johnny. Absolutely, but where I see that this coming from, these slitters will be coming from a particular company. You see, it will have to be one they'll be company yeah, alone. They'll be marked, they'll be marked and whatever have you. Yeah. So, like, once that happens, then you know then that it's genuine, you know. I presume yeah. there's a senior inter-county initially, will it? Or will it I, I, I think board? that's that's yeah. the aim initially. Yeah. Um, but like you said, and why I threw it out for discussion, I don't know, sure, we're all around the table and people think differently. But for me, I, I think it's meddling. For, for one, you know, especially when you come out with um, statements like, you know, they're hitting it too long. A lot of teams now are going with the shorter game, more skillful game. And it's a nice to see f- now and again a fella hitting a ball from 60 yards and scoring a great score. Like, I mean, you can blame other things for it. Like, you know, as I said to you, I've lads at home. They love the old bamboo hurley. They're saying that's putting a few extra yards on it for them. You know what I mean? I remember Davy Fitz one time being accused. I don't know whether he did or he didn't put in lead in his... Really, I'd say, looking at, look at these recommendations, <coughs> I doubt it they're coming from anyone near Limerick. Not me when these recommendations are coming out or someone, their teams are not winning. Yeah. So yes. A sideline cut don't become a sideline chip. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's probably one for Look, we'll have a discussion of that another night, and Jared can take it up and happen the ball on another occasion. It's probably a, 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 a program. It's a big, yeah. A program on its own. But mm-hmm. look, at for, for this uh, show and happen the ball, we leave the. We'll, we leave it until it gets, the surface gets a bit more film. Absolutely. Yes, we're going to turn uh, to, to, to rugby next. And this weekend, Ireland kick off their autumn series, or Linster, maybe Linster plus three, uh, kick off their, their autumn <laughs> no, no, series. No, 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 Pat, <laughs> well, uh, first game out, right, playing Japan, back to the last game was against Japan as well. Is it a case of maybe just trying out, lads, no. or whatever? Or is this, the the route, is this the route they're going to go down? Leo, I'm... I want him to discuss it because I, I'm not that concerned about the rugby really I enjoy watching it but I think putting people like I don't know how many more Earls and, and a pile more on the on the bench and see an experienced team start and when there are a, a meaningless game as such it's not, not because Japan we're running down Japan even if it's the All Blacks in two weeks time instead of the best 15 trying to win it it's time to, we have enough of these friendlies won 
over the years and were flopping in World Cups. And we are not loading enough players and giving them, if you're old enough, you're good enough. Or if you're, you know, if you're old enough, if you're young enough, you're good enough, whatever the, the, the phrase is. I mean, there's Coombs there, there's Dalakoon above and the north, there's several players you could mention. Should be given plenty of game time. In these, these autumn fixtures are just money makers. They're not serious competitions. And we've got experienced lads on the bench. Lads we know, but we learn nothing about these lads. We know them already, what they can do. So I just think it's very conservative. And, and, and I think it's, again, they are a few probably running the show as regards finances and making money and everything else. But I think it's a wasted opportunity not yeah. to try and win. Yes, and Jack We're, Carty... I was just going to... Oh, well, that's another story again. Start heating into squad. Mm. Jack Carty has been, you know... A form out half, really. Yeah, and Brian O'Driscoll is, is the... Uh, the most probably the most, one of the most ascending player that ever come out, you know, bear bear one or two to come out of the country, and he would have been going for Jack Carty last year to be mm. out half. He says he's the most yeah. natural footballer in ability. He doesn't get in the squad. We have a fellow going playing tomorrow. Getting he's a hundred cap. Is this a, a thank you to Johnny? No, Johnny Sexton has been a brilliant rugby player and still is a brilliant rugby player. Mm. Is he going to be around for the World Cup in a few? He's not. It looks like he, he's going to be. <coughs> That's the team. Leo, he's, like too in, he's too injury prone. I just got to say, he's a No, disrespect him. He's a fabulous yeah. rugby player and he's been great service to Ireland. Yeah. This was absolutely on a plate for McCarthy for tomorrow. Yeah. This Correct. Game. And as Pat said there already, give the young fellas their, give, give the young fellas their time. Do you know, let's see what they're no, made of. I don't know whether he was influenced by the fact that last weekend Australia were put to pin their collar to beat Japan. So in a late rally. It finished up uh, 32 23. Yeah. Japan so are doing very well. Japan yeah. are very yeah. good. And they're an explosive side. It's only a couple of years ago since Japan beat us. That's right. And they beat South Africa. There is a certain amount of. There is one big experiment going on, obviously. Pet, um, Porter has switched to. That's right. From Taisha to Lucid. Obviously, as a long term replacement for Kim Healy. As everyone knows, he was only once. Furlong is the best prop in the world. And he's not going to get a game there. And he won't get a game there. He was only playing when he was out or coming on for him. So now they have an all Linster front row tomorrow, Kelleher in the middle. Well, I'm not. I wouldn't be disappointed with Kelleher playing Pat. I think he is the outstanding, outstanding yeah. hooker yeah. in the country. Yeah. Yeah. But like, know. I'm disappointed. Uh, Zebo isn't in the squad. Oh, I can't understand. It's a game that would suit Zebo because of the way Japan play, and he'd revel in that. You know, they throw the ball yeah, around, correct, and, and, and right, even yeah. if he's if he was a sub to come on, you know what I mean. But like, there's only one. Uh, there's only one newcomer in the subs. That's Dan Sheehan. The rest of them are all right. as pets. And he's, and he's, uh, he's not even on the Linster team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We learn nothing. No matter no. what, no. if we win no matter 60 to 30, we win. No, we learn matter. nothing. If we lose, we and, learn and nothing. He, and the way no. he's talking as well, he's talking about putting out the same team well, more or less for the three weeks. That's what he wants, consistency in selection. Yeah. That, you know. It hasn't worked. Well, he, has it worked up to now? Colin Murray is into the Ireland squad tomorrow, right? Yeah. Again, Lions scrum have. He's played 25 minutes of rugby for Munster and he's catapulted in as a... Uh, a sub tomorrow again against Jameson or your man is first side Jameson Gibson but it, it seems like to remember years ago we had a clear team it was harder to get off it and get on it <laughs> and, and this seems to be the thing I, I totally agree with Pat here if we put out lads that are on the fringe of this and Japan I believe me lads they are a good side and playing a lovely brand yeah, new really rugby yeah. mm. and even if we were beaten we'd learn something out of this That's it. you know what I mean but I think what Pat said there uh, the IRFU are running it and if I know tomorrow that all these lads aren't playing then I'm not buying tickets so it's putting bums on seats against what would we like, should be doing other countries aren't going to do it that way you yeah, know? they're preparing for the next World Cup we're not how can you pick Harry Borden in the squad I know he's not in thing and leave Jack Carty out he's beyond me can't understand, understand it does not make sense no. and can we have following <coughs> on Johnny you know I have mentioned this before on another sports programme as regards the scrum half I've seen your men blade 
Caelan Blade. I know he's not an automatic texter, kind of, he said, from Mermy and go head to head. Yeah. You know, a brilliant footballer. I can't understand, you know, if they're looking at these scrum halves, how he doesn't come into the into the fray. Maybe he's like maybe a better, he, he's like a better fresh air. Correct. When you you know when he's yeah. moving that ball, yeah. he really really is like an well, again I, like I think it's Ben gone down. I'm shocked. Order now. I'm I shocked. Mm. I think it's over mm. for him. And some yeah. sometimes, you know, the the hierarchy you don't want to let you know the loyalty or something. But like South, Af- South Africa uh, under Resmus the last time and he brought in John or what you call him. The Irish fella Felix Jones. Yeah, they won the World Cup in eighteen months. They had to rejig their whole yeah. thing, yeah. and here we are now. We're back at the. I always remember you remember Matt O'Brien when he was over Blake before. Yeah, right into the field. Same old faces, do yeah. you know. But it seems to be the same old faces here yes. in, in in a big thing, and it yeah. seems to be going back to the old way of the rugby pet yeah. hickey. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And and, and no, is it all about survival for Farrell? Is that what his game is? It could be too good point. Yeah, it's a very conservative, conservative, or else that's the yeah, that's yeah. what it's about personally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the contrast that uh, interesting. This Simmons fella in England, Leo, he was Exeter player. He was player of the Premiership, record number of tries. Went on the lines. Went on the lines, and he's left out of the England squad for the weekend. So there's no mercy with England. With with with. with but no. to be fair to Jones, there's no sign of the Villa Paula brothers on the England squad at the moment. Well, they catapulted. They nearly got rid of him last year, so I suppose he'd no yeah. choice. When if, yeah. if the lads are going to get yeah, you no. sacked, you have but to get rid of him. I think yeah. there is, Pet, even though they might be only pre-season friendlies. I think there is ranking points in it. No, all matches count. I looked at the rankings just because mm-hmm. it started the season, and I was surprised. We are in fifth in the rankings at the moment, right? To, to, to South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, England, Ireland, and believe it or not, Wales are down as far as ninth. Where are France? Uh, France are sixth. sixth. France, Scotland, uh, the, sorry, the top five is South Africa, New Zealand, Australia, England, Ireland. And the second five, France, S- Scotland, Argentina, Wales, and Japan. That's the right, top ten. Looking. You're looking to yeah. be well, we well, we had a good Six Nations, so far as we won. Yeah, yeah, decent. We beat England last year as well. But, like, it's just that I cannot figure out, again, we're all agreeing on this, I suppose. You know, if you don't, if it's an autumn international zone for trying out players. We know yeah, you want to win the Six Nations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the ch- chance. And I mean, it's not as if you're weakening. The lads we're talking about are the good young players. Yes. Let them in and see what they can do. And if they flop, they flop. You'll learn an awful lot then. Yeah. You know. There's no doubt about it. And look, at that for, for for another day. And look, the big one is New Zealand in a couple of weeks' time. And we'll yes. see, look, at that, that team that goes off for that match will, will probably tell the tale. Johnny, before we leave the rugby, right, I thought one of the nicest things I've seen over the whole weekend, and we're going back to the hurling as well, was... The triple to Anthony Foley uh, from yeah. the lorry, from even in midst of the middle of all the celebrations, he wasn't forgotten. He well, wasn't, well, yeah, yeah. he wasn't, it uh, was his birthday on Sunday, like, you know, and I thought it was a very nice gesture by Pat Heron, the, the chairman of the club, you know, to, to mention him in the speech and uh, for the last to sing the song, like, you know, stand Excellent. up and fight, you know, because yeah. that's what he done. Yeah, tremendous cool to say And Leo, <coughs> before we leave the rugby, there last week or a week ago, there, a former Irish international, um, David Tweed, lost his life that's in a right. motorbike accident. Right. But I was lo- looking up, reading up about him, and, and he won four caps. And each for each of the caps, he wore an Ulster jersey inside the that's Irish right. jersey. And he also sang God Save the Queen when they were singing our own event. Some other issues there as well, I think. Well, I know that. We won't go into them. This is a sports show. He got cleared of those issues, though. He, well, well, he, he got half in it after four yeah, years. But no, yeah, yeah, and he but was the jersey, a yes, jersey, yeah, and the God Save the Queen. Like, yeah. Can you imagine? He was, line, was in part of an orange order. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine lining up beside the teammate and you're saying you're putting on lots of jersey and doing an Irish one? Yeah, and then at the end, and he's singing God Save the Queen. Can you imagine talking up beside Ray Keane and putting that on? Yeah. 
Well, he still he still believes they're not the oldest player to be uh, to, to be kept. I'll try your your question. What age was he? Was he thirty three? Correct. Men pet. Jimmy McGee. Oh, we don't don't we don't don't. Speaking of, we go from the rugby. Look at this weekend, the Formula One, Johnny. Gone to Mexico, Mexico <laughs> this weekend. You know what a battle this is. Verstappen, the young against the experienced in in Hamilton. Where do you see the title going? And this weekend is going to have a big bearing on it. Well, we, we were so, with seven Hicks. We were watching this very, very carefully. We said that America would have suited Hamilton. Now I watched the race, and oh my God, there's two races in a row. They've got their tactics wrong. They did, Hamilton's team wrong. They got them wrong. Absolutely, didn't make like, a mistake didn't, about didn't it. Like Toto. He said, no. But Verstappen, myself and Nick's, we didn't pick from the start to win it this year. No disrespect to Hamilton. Only no, because the quality of the care. The care. Same, the I, care. I, I have to go with that myself. I, I, well, I didn't, you see, the boys have educated me about it. I have to thank them. And I sat down and watched it last Sunday. And just to, to balance it out, I, I kept telling them that, that, that um, Hamilton was going to win it. Now, having watched the one, sure, he's put 12 points between them now, so Hamilton has no margin for error this week. And I, I was saying it to the boys that Mercedes had picked a couple of tracks, and last week's track was one of the was ones one of that them. they favoured. Yeah. Yeah. So they were actually coming out, and it kind of sounded defeatist. They were saying, look, this is a track that favoured us. Mexico favours them. So sure, look at the way they turned it around. Maybe and, we and, and the following week, the, the track in Brazil is supposed to favour Verstappen's crowd as well. So the pressure is on <coughs> for Hamilton. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Pat, if, Verstappen, if Verstappen wins this weekend, right? Mm. And definitely there's no margin for it or then and it's, as you said then, as you said it is um a track for, for that's going to suit his team. There's no as is in the following week. Yeah. Now Hamilton has pulled it out before against the odds and yeah. who's saying he's not going he to do it, he's not going to do it, but fighter, yeah. He's in he's in yeah. last chance alone. And really. look at I suppose the world I presume the world would be like for Stephen to do it, but I have, I have very little knowledge of the whole thing. I, I could watch <laughs> bits of it, I, I'm not knowledgeable. I suppose years ago we we're probably more into it. Um uh, I was tempted to say there that whoever has the best mechanic to you know set the points and put in a good set of plugs will probably agree on it and make sure there's not remolds, there's new tyres under it as well. But um, I think that from the point of view of, of the sport, I think it's good to see new, new blood. But then again, Hamilton has been such an iconic person in 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 Formula One. He has he's great. There's no question about it. He's up there with the with the gods of sport. Like in yeah. fairness, we were yeah. saying we were saying that at the beginning. We say after a couple of races. People had actually stopped watching the Formula One because yeah. Hamilton was dominating it. I heard you saying that the amount of people, the amount of people yeah. that are back watching, yeah, Formula there is one is absolutely, yeah. unbe- it's unbelievable. Yeah. That's what you need. There's a huge audience again. Yeah. But Johnny, yeah. there's yeah. some the great, audience. Yeah, there's some great up and coming drivers in it. There, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. The yeah, is there. Norris, Norris yeah. is there. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. and a lot of the time you're watching the races, Willie. You're looking at the races back along to see, you know, because you kind of know who the first two. Yeah, there was some great battles in last Sunday's one, wasn't there? Yeah, like has Now, I think he's a very, I think he's a very, very good driver, and he's. So so unlucky to be on the same team as Hamilton. Well, he's leaving. Hamilton. I know he's leaving. Yeah, he's yeah. leaving yeah. But I mean, he will he will go places if he gets a car. Yeah. You know, if yeah. he gets a good car. Well, as you said, Pat, it comes down to normally the best yeah. team wins. Yeah. Eventually, the best car yeah, is going yeah, to win. Yeah. Yeah. And like, and Hamilton might be the best driver, but he had not the best car under him. Simple yeah. as that. And, and, that's and, that's the re- and there is there is a considerable gap there at the moment. There's no doubt about that. Let's, we're going to finish up with, um, of course, we'll go back to the old reliable, the good old soccer association football, right? Your association football, pet. That's your 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 term. And big weekend this weekend. Let's the Manchester derby. You know, United are having a, a great run in the derbies. Not so good a run behind. It looks like Tis Ronaldo is keeping United going and maybe keeping Solskjaer in a job maybe for really another <coughs> week maybe. 
Well, I, I, you know, I was I was watching their European game and Ronaldo scored in the the last minute. You know. And you were delighted. Yeah. I, I was, oh, I was thrilled for him. Well, I was thrilled because I want Solskjaer to say I like oh, the no, man. No. I think he's a very nice man, and I don't know why people get on his back. I think he's doing a great job there. The week yeah, before, no, he he said how the team against Liverpool. I thought it was beautiful the way he did it. I, I was so happy. And I hope he continues to do that. And I mean, every man deserves. He's a human being. He has a family, and I'd ask people to leave that be man alone and keep him in his job. Willie, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. There's only Tesco. You're I'm going to take with those statements. This round table sharing with Willie, a man who knows his stuff, and a man who's also very humane in his in his in his thinking. Thank you, Pat. I mean, <coughs> that there were Liverpool fans saying about Ali being at the wheel and Ali being at. Yeah, I think United. Like in fairness, United would be better off if we're stepping at that wheel than Ali. But he's such a nice guy. Leave him there, yeah, give him a few years more, and yeah. he'll, win, he'll win Europa League for you again. Johnny, everyone has to listen to chit chat. Mm. We'll go to more knowledgeable men about, about, <laughs> about, 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 about the game. Look at Salcher, he's in dangerous territory. I would presume lose the Manchester Derby, and I'd say his goose is cooked. Yeah. I'd say he's on very thin ice at the minute. I mean, they were shocking against Liverpool. Don't get me wrong, we spoke here many nights about how well Liverpool, Liverpool are playing. And they are actually playing very good football. But just like a five aside kick around. The way they cut United and something like, and that's not the way United play. And now Varane is injured as well. Yeah, so he's a, th- that's another big worry. Uh, and Maguire is playing shocking stuff. Yeah. So so he's he's back very poor. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's shocking. To be honest, it's very awkward. You know, yeah, I mean, genuinely, because he was born with England. In, the, in, in fairness, can I, I just all jokes aside? I'll, I'll tell you, they're after giving Solskjaer a poison chalice because what they said was before they played Liverpool, before they played the European match, and now City. You know, they said that those results depended on his job. So, OK, he's beaten by Liverpool, got a good result in Europe, and now he's City to face. So I think they were, they're just looking for time while they're putting someone in place. They're not just mm-hmm. going to do a knee-jerk thing. I think he's gone. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree with you there. I think they're waiting for the international break to make the change. Yeah. And I'd say there's a lot of people maybe on the United board would be for once hoping that they're going to lose, yeah. you know, to Man City because it would make their job an awful lot <coughs> easier. Well, he could have gone the following week after the Spurs game, but luckily enough, you know, I mean, Spurs, Spurs were shocking up to that anyway. Spurs, yeah. Spurs wouldn't know. be Derg, Derg United in their no, best. No, the only thing is, in fairness, he hasn't lost the dressing room. Like the sports players wouldn't play for the manager really. Yeah, it appears. But yeah. the players kind of <coughs> like Solskjaer. Yeah. And the thing is, I suppose there's a big debate as well about Ronaldo. I mean, even as a, a person who would think that Messi of the two would be my favourite player, having said that, I think Ronaldo is a brilliant, brilliant finisher. And you have to hand mm. it to him. One of the greats yeah. of all time. But the question is then, um, is United now Ronaldo and is, is Solskjaer kind of... Is Ronaldo, first of all, maybe you know, running the show in terms of who does what on the work rate and who does what on the field and who's where and is he affecting how the team is selected and is he affecting morale or is it the opposite? Is he being there lifting morale? It's hard to know. He didn't lift it, uh, you know, the last yeah, few weeks. Anyway. Look but like, he's a very controversial figure. But I must say, my my estimation of Ronaldo has gone up in more recent times because of the quality of his finishing at this day. He's got 34, 35? Yeah, 36. 36. Yeah. You have just handed to him. But is he the right man for United now is the question considering the state they're in. Well, I'd say if they were out, look, they're, they're okay after the other night in Europe, they'll go through yeah. to less 16. If they were out at the last 60, didn't qualify last 16, I'd say Solskjaer yeah, was gone. Yeah. But like the last time Solskjaer got, came into United job, the last time when they were in the last 16, he could go now 
while they're still yeah. at the same and, and the only funny the only funny thing um, the West Ham manager would be candidate if he hadn't been a Man United manager because they're going very well West Ham at the and moment. playing lovely football yeah. 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 you know mm. yeah. and also you have coming into into Tottenham uh, Conte and yeah. that's a mix that's a that's a I don't know what kind of relationship you, you'd call that one it doesn't seem volatile this, yeah volatile to say the least I, I thought actually he might have been the man for United but I wasn't I don't know anything about I know enough about it but I wouldn't know who would be the right man for the job or anything like that but I thought they would have gone for him and got rid of Salcher yeah. I was sure of it but look he's volatile he's this he's that but if he gets results so be it like you know they'll be happy there's no doubt about it anyway. I think he'll do okay there I, you know I, I, um, he's a big enough ego to handle the egos there whereas I think with Ollie and the egos that are there now I think that's his problem I, I agree with Pat Ronaldo yeah great player but you know is the tail wagging the dog yeah. at the moment is that the problem or uh, I heard a commentator say you know they're saying oh Ronaldo was the problem but without him they wouldn't be where they are yeah. Willie before we move on from the soccer who's going to be, and I've not doubt you're going to be biased here who's going to win the Premiership Oh Liverpool 100% and Champions League Liverpool as Champions well Champions League I, I don't think they'll bother with the League Cup and the FA Cup they're no, very decent no, like no. that are you going with that as well? 110%. Pat, who do you think will win the Premiership? <coughs> I think Liverpool will win the Premiership. Champions League? Um, Liverpool. City. City. Johnny? Liverpool win the league. Paris Saint-Germain. Lads, I've one last question to throw to you, and you've been at a lot of hurling. We'll go back to hurling to finish up. You've been at most of the games all year. You're great GF followers. Johnny, two new players that Brian Lohan can use to come into the that he might have found that you have seen two new players that haven't been on the radar as of yet that could do a job for Brian Lohan in twenty twenty two. God, it's hard to pick him because especially county at that level like Leo. Uh young Guyler from Possibly Einikin Lamone. Possibly like, one. Anyway. Yeah. It's corner forward. Head. Yeah, I'm, I'm caught out a little bit. Um one. When will he? Well, I, I'll tell you, he didn't show up so much in the final, but he's been brilliant all year. Uh, uh, there's a young lad playing for Smith O'Brien's, Eddie Burke. He's oh, one to watch. I yeah. picked him out. Yeah. Definitely yeah. a fierce, impressive player. He's got about 24 You've mentioned my, f- you, you right. my first one, and my yeah. second one I throw to you lads is Conor Higarty from Mayne in the morning. He scored five no, points no, against no, Tolley. No, did it in the, in the semi final yeah. from wing back. He's uh, been a, one of our most consistent hurdlers all year. You know, does very little wrong. Really fouls. And it was crossing Ronaldo Would be yeah, and, and another type bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and Leo, I suppose finally to I, I think the commission that produced that report during the week that came from the public notice. They, they, they picked a master stroke by sponsoring the getting a sponsor for the first three years of the salary CEO just in case they said they couldn't afford to pay the wages. So fair play to all bases. Said, all yeah. base, all bases are covered. Yeah. Let's, we've, the clock has caught up on us here on, on hopping the ball so it's maybe time to, to just to, to call call a shout uh, for today call it quits for today you know we're just standing in in, in place of, of Ger Hoy and we wish Ger uh, the very best in his uh, trying to overcome his illness and we know he'll be back in, in, in the hot Ger's seat next week sports fan so he's left trouble, a lot of trouble on his hands at the moment <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's not here tonight <laughs> <laughs> will you make it early head back sorry Ger Pet Hickey and Johnny Healy, thanks very much for your contribution to the show. Thanks, Leo. Thanks, Leo. Thanks to you all for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed uh, our version of Hopping the Wall this week. And all that remains is for me, Leo Dial, and the Leds. Until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn. <laughs>